out there, everybody, and welcome to Caffeination 523. This is the silent running edition here at the Caffeination Podcast. Usually we're doing a live show, not today. Uh, t- today's a rough go of an episode. I am Paul. This is Steve. And we're here to give you the best in caffeine culture and technology news. We have an absolutely uh, interesting show. It's a little going to be a little short today, uh, but there's a lot of fun stuff uh, actually happening, so we're going to give you a quick rundown of the stuff that happened over April Fools. Uh, it's been almost uh, it's been over a week since we've had an episode out, so we wanted to make yeah. sure that we actually did something tonight. Uh, there's a lot of fun stuff that happened in April Fools. There's a lot of interesting things that are actually going to be happening on the here at the Caffeination Podcast. So you need to stay tuned. You need to check back into the website, which is over at www.caffination.com. It's the nice, easy way to do it. All the uh, wonderful little things for uh, you know the, the episodic contents, all listed over there, all the articles and everything. Uh, the Caffeination is a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. All the member shows have agreed to create child-safe, family-friendly, and educational stuff. Everybody's listed over at techpodcast.com. And you can join us most Wednesday nights at 9.30 Eastern Time at live.caffeination.com. But if you're listening to this now, you'll know that we're not live right now. In fact, we're very kind of dead to the world. I think we're both a little tired. Just a little. Yeah, I had something like a 15 or 16 hour day yesterday in work and uh, woke up, did it all, you know, had a, had a normal day today and I just felt like out of it all day. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, I my brain just isn't functioning. I, I don't know if I'm going to be able to come up with the same kind of golden pun content that we usually have. I'm going to try. I'm going to give it my, you know, put, put my best pun forward, but you know. I don't know if it's actually going to work. We'll see. Yeah, we'll we'll try. <laughs> uh, the Caffeination Podcast is sponsored by Puzzle Piece Productions. It is the missing piece to your web design needs. Uh, so you like what I did with that? Yeah, that I, I'm good. thinking about actually using that as an actual <laughs> slogan because I think it works. I really do. And that does work. We're, we're going to try it. We'll see how it is. Tell us what you think of that. Uh, but honestly, if you need any kind of web design work, you need graphics done for your website, anything like that, please head on over to PuzzlePiecePro.com and check us out. All right, so uh, what'd you do, Geeky, these two weeks here, sir? Uh, mostly video games. Mostly video games. Yeah, I did. I did play a little more video games than I've been doing the last couple of months, but uh, that's about it. I think the only thing more geekier than that was trying to figure out why my computer crashed last night in the middle of writing an article. So, <laughs> but we got it. I got it fixed. It's all up and running again. And uh, nice. I'm ready you, to go. you did it without having to call tech support. That's right. I'm getting proud of you. I got tears in my eyes. I know. Before you know it, I'll be able to work with Puzzle Piece Production. Hey, yeah, you know what? There's there's always room. My geeky this week has been uh, pr- pretty crazy. I'm not even going to go into the whole uh, deer stalker incident and work. Um, that's the kind of hat that Sherlock Holmes uses. Just putting that out there. In case you didn't know, fun fact on my end. There you go. <laughs> we'll be getting to the Steve's world in a little bit. Uh, but we had to do a whole lot of uh, background checking and, and fact checking and work and making sure we're hunting down things and making sure everything's working right. And it's just been kind of a mess. But the geeky the geeky thing is I actually uh, joined in on the Humble Bundle again for Android this time. But uh, this time I was unaware. I bought it because there was something awesome called Snuggle Truck in it and snuggle truck and cogs cogs is this really really crazy game where it's like those sliding puzzles where it's like you have the the one missing piece and you get to slide the stuff around but cogs actually has gears placed on top of it so when you're moving the pieces around the gears interconnect and then they work together to do something but it takes it one step further and actually allows you to rotate it 
and it is 360 degrees of insanity. I mean, and it's all steampunk based. So there's gears, there's pipes, there's steam, there's all kinds of crazy stuff, and it's really cool. Wow. Um, uh, the the other cool thing that they had, Snuggle Truck, which was uh, I know we talked a while ago about that one game that was getting banned from the App Store, uh, had like the immigrant runner truck. Yeah. Well, Snuggle Trucks are rebanding, rebranding of that, and what it is is it's a truck for some reason that's trying to get to a zoo through like the most inhospitable places you can possibly imagine <laughs> and carrying stuffed animals. So there's all these stunts and everything that you have to do, and it's Snuggle Truck. <laughs> and there's even an upgrade you can uh, you can uh, add in to uh, make sure you have pandas in the back of your truck as opposed to just random stuffed animals. And that was fun. But the best part about the entire bundle was a game called Avedon the Black Fortress. Uh, it's by Spiderweb Software. It is by far my favorite RPG that I have played in years. I mean, this thing ranks right up there with the Dark Sun Chronicles, with uh, you know, w- w- with all the other ones that you've had out there, with even Fable, in like the storylines that are that are coming out of this thing. The graphics are like what you would expect from a game from a couple years ago, but they don't get in the way. There's a really beautiful story with it, and I'm only about like I think halfway or a third of the way through the game. Right. I'm gonna be writing a full review of it just because it, it was so insane and it was it was so it was so cool that you know. So it's available for Macintosh, Windows, iPad. You can also buy it for Android, and of course, if you got the humble bundle, then. Uh, the the uh, really cool thing was that you could actually have it for all of those things at once, so you can play it after I'm done. <laughs> all right. So uh, that was that was really cool. That was the the geekiest thing I've done. It's all about dragons, and you're you're this guy who's uh, working to keep the uh, laws working in a uh, <laughs> mythical land. So it's it's kind of cool. Cool. All right, uh, that about wraps it up for my geeky this week, and you too, right? Yeah. So uh, send us in what you're doing geeky. I mean, we we really like to hear what the people who listen to the Caffeination Podcast actually think. You know, if there's something really cool and geeky and fun that you're doing that you'd like to share with the group, please feel free to email us at caffeination at gmail.com. You can also email comments, feedback, suggestion, hate mail, anything else you'd like to over to our general direction, and you can do so and just tell us what you're doing. We'd like to share with the rest of the group. All right? All right. Now, the first thing we got up for you here today is Slimer says, I was doodling in work, and people have these these phrases that, that come up. And we're always trying to do new posters and things. And so I, I, I was trying to get people to stop turning on the lights in my office. It's like they'd walk in, they'd hit the switch, and it's like, no, I don't need the lights on. They're, they're like these giant windows. It's blinding as it is. So I put, you know, like, I was just like, for some reason, the Slimer, the ghost from uh, Ghostbusters, came up. I was like, hey, you know what? I, I, I wonder if I could draw him. So I doodled him up, and I was like, Slimer says no lights. And then, so it started to turn it into a sign that I was putting all over the place. So I just made, like, a blank bubble one. It doesn't look too bad. No, it's actually pretty nice. So I did that, and I put it up, and my one student comes up to me and says, who's Slimer? Ugh. I was like, all right, that's oh, it. God. I'm done here. <laughs> my, my, my work's done. What, I was like, Ghostbusters? And he goes... Like the game? I was like, no. Oh my god. So, like, you know, who are you gonna call? And he he's looking at me, and he didn't know who he was gonna call. That's a shame. That's oh man. And it's like this is a film student, man. How old is he? Uh, he's nineteen. Oh jeez. Yeah. So it's like you better call somebody. <laughs> Yeah, so I was a little upset, but I, I wanted to share it with the rest of the group. So if you had uh, anything you'd think Slimer could help you out with, you can head on over there and download the uh, the image and print it out. Uh, so I just thought I'd share it with the group. All right, uh, next up we have a lineup of some of the fun April Fool's stuff that we saw. What's the first one there, Steve? Yeah, the first one we got is the Lightbox by... Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Moo. 
right? <laughs> moo cards. That's right, moo cards. And uh, what they did on April 1st is uh, a promotion for the light box, which you open it up and you get a whole bunch of special effects. <laughs> I, I think that would actually be a really neat idea if, like, you know, you were trying to show, showcase your business cards. Not only do you have ones you can plant and everything, all of a sudden it's like, you know, how, how about if it plays like, you know, Tom Sawyer by Rush or something? It's like, you open it up, dry ice, laser, light show. And then you have the card, like, rise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or actually have a, call me and pay me. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. But oh, yeah. the the worst part was when you headed on over to the thing to actually check it out, people were offended. They're like, "Why are you sending me this email? I don't." And like the, they're like, "This is the stupidest invention ever." And they're really ragging on it. And I'm it's like halfway through the day and I'm sitting there going, "You know, I know it's a Sunday. I know not everybody's in on the whole <laughs> April Fools thing and most people are getting irritated. I love April Fools Day." Oh yeah. I think there's some fantastic stuff that comes out. I always forget to do good stuff until it's like, "Oh damn, it's April 1st. I got to Think up something and, you know, play a bad joke on something. But, you know, some days, you know, I'm not going to inflict myself upon my family too much. <laughs> so, I mean, but I was just like, come on, guys, it's April 1st. I mean, it is what it is. I think a lot of people just didn't even realize it. No, it snuck up on people. All right. Now, the next thing, ThinkGeek had a lineup of absolutely insane things. My One of my favorites, which I actually kind of hope that they do, is an Admiral Akbar singing fish that... It has is a trap, so it's kind of like uh, the 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 Billy Bass one. So it's a carp. Um, uh, they had a couple other ones that were really funny as well. Uh, I'm gonna do the Gmail tap one. Gmail sent out a, a really kind of interesting thing uh, uh, where they were replacing the keyboard in Gmail with two keyboards with two buttons each, and one was a dot and one was a dash. So if you wanted help, you could type dot 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 dash 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 dot dot dot. Little little uh, SOS action there, sending nice. out an SOS message in a bottle kind of deal. That's right. Since we're going the old school, I, man. <laughs> All right, but no, I mean, like, I thought that was pretty cool. I was I was looking at it going, you know, it would actually be really funny if they did this because you used to have to take a, a Morse code test to get your amateur radio license. And I know there's a bunch of ham podcasts that are actually in the tech, ne tech podcast network, so I, I forgot to ask one of those guys if you still have to do it. But, I mean, hey, that would be actually be really cool. It's like, you just go through. <laughs> but the best part is at, uh, at 148 when they have the software developer Todd Smith come out who uh, tells you you can tap it in the bathroom, you can tap it over here, you can tap it over there, and it's actually LL Cool J. <laughs> I think it's awesome that they got him to help help with that. I think it's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. So you head on over there and check that one out. And then uh, after that, uh, of course, you had Google who you know usually comes up with pretty good stuff. And uh, this year they came, they came up with something I actually you know didn't realize until halfway you know to halfway no like two days later uh, Google Ma uh, Google Maps turned into Google Quest. You didn't and realize that this you, was nah <laughs> you know and you know what it was this happened. Uh, <laughs> you called me about it. I know it was on Saturday. They took they put it in on Saturday. No, they put it in on midnight on April first at Greenwich Mean Time. Oh well, <laughs> I, I I I know I I'm pretty sure I used it on Saturday. Maybe I'm wrong, but. Anyway, you know, I didn't realize until a couple of days later. I was pretty, I was pretty uh, angry at the fact that it was an <laughs> April Fool's joke. But uh, you know what? I, what did they do? You, you, we have to explain. As I know, I know. I'm, I'm all uh, out of sorts right now. Um, basically, what they did was uh, they turned uh, Google Maps into uh, eight bit uh, version. Basically, uh, what you see, like uh, like the Legend of Zelda, yeah, is pretty much the map that you see. It's just all over the world and. 
you could zoom in and you could go to Street View and see different places in 8-bit. I didn't even check out Street View. I, I zoomed down to like one of the really low levels around our neighborhood. Right. And they actually had like Frankfurt Ave that, <laughs> as like a dirt path going yeah. up next to the Delaware River. I was like, oh, that's really cool. Oh yeah, and if you if uh, if you zoom down uh, close enough, you could see certain landmarks. You know, actually, you know what they are, and they had they actually had uh, I think they had eggs uh, hidden everywhere and monsters. And you know what? I, I I thought it was the best thing in the world. And uh, unfortunately, it was a joke. But uh, <laughs> or, as I'm doing the research yesterday, I, I found a uh, website that actually saved the uh, shortcut to it, and uh, I'm ready to go now. <laughs> I, I think that'd be pretty cool. I think they should actually keep it up. It's kind of like they kept the Google Pac-Man thing going. Yeah. So it's like you can just Google Google Pac-Man or go to Google.com slash Pac-Man, I think, and it still goes right to the the playable version of Pac-Man in the Google logo. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. We can check that out. And uh, the, re- <clears throat> the reason for like the Google Maps 8-bit was because they were trying to sell it as, going, as bringing back the uh, NES cartridges. <laughs> so uh, they, actually sh- they actually have a video that shows you, of course, how you can uh, play it in the in the, the regular Nintendo uh, system, so it was actually pretty neat. I, I, so, so the funny thing is, when you're looking at the logo, it actually looks like Dragon Quest. <laughs> I mean, it, like it's almost exactly the same font, the same colors. I think they even have the same goofy dragon in the back. So, I mean, that's just really cool. Oh, yeah. And by the way, uh, just checking it out. Google Pack Google dot com slash Pacman actually does work. That's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah, there you it is. Just, you you just can hear it. it in the background. Wait. All right, and I think we're done with that one. <laughs> did you do that? Oh, you didn't even hear that. It did the Pac-Man died sound. Oh yeah, I, I see. I played it actually. <laughs> I think I accidentally started the game and then died. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all right, I think we're done with this now. Yeah. All right, what's the next one we got up here? Uh, next one we have is the fossil dough. Oh yeah, Norbert sent me in this fun thing that his kid actually did. With a, uh, uh, a homemade project where they had to bring in different objects that they wanted to take impressions of. And I get the impression that they have a relatively cool teacher who wanted to do this. Uh, we we did this in Boy Scouts at one point, but we did it with like Plaster of Paris and stuff like that. We never actually made our own dough and dried it out and everything. So this is really cool. And I think it's actually even funnier that they have a version with coffee grounds. Which is, of course, why he sent it to me. Right. And he's like, yeah, hey, isn't this really cool? And the funny thing is, like, I actually have teacher friends who borrow fossils that I have in my garage. And, yeah, I know. I have fossils in my garage. <laughs> I wanted to be a paleontologist. Uh, so so I have – and uh, this one guy actually in Boy Scouts, um, he was in the, the, the Grand Canyon area in Pennsylvania. And there's, like, all these shale and deposits and stuff like that. And he had a pickup truck full of fossils. And he's like, oh, here, guys, you want any? Of course, it was probably illegal for him to take them. But I have (laughs) one of these giant chunks of uh, brachiopod fossils. So whenever my uh, teacher friends were doing, uh, you know, reports and stuff like that, and they wanted to bring fossils in to show their kids, I would lend them this slab of fossils. And they're like, oh, this is so cool. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that reminded me of this, and it's like this whole coffee dough thing seems really cool. I think maybe we should do it for the uh, Caffeination podcast and do something like, you know, like maybe the side of my dog's head or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. What's the uh, – is all right, is that the end of the uh, – nope, we got a couple more stories. Yeah, then. a couple more. 
up next we should have the uh, the bacon coffin, which is uh, kind of odd, but what makes it funny is the fact that it's actually by a uh, food company. I, I can't even believe <laughs> that. I mean, I don't have any basis for comparison, but I mean, you know, how how much is it? Uh, it's uh, three thousand. Three thousand dollars. Now I don't have any basis for comparisons, you know, versus non-bakeified coffins, but I mean, it, I think that's relatively cheap. I'd say so, but I would but, think the uh, golden rails on the side should be a, a darker color than what they yeah, are. They definitely need to be crispier. <laughs> so now the funny thing is that uh, I was sent this link by uh, Michael Allen Smith from over at uh, at uh, INeedCoffee.com. The dude has some really funny finds, and this, is, of course, is a uh, Seattle-based company, and that's that's where his haunt is. And uh, what what I what I basically came across is, you know, I really would want to actually get wrapped in an honest-to-goodness meat sarcophagus if we're really going to go all the way out here. Because I mean, I want to get cremated when this all when this, this whole shebang is done, and that would just smell mighty tasty. I would think so. So uh, at that point, if it's a meat sarcophagus, what is it? Uh, Tootin' bacon or bacon bits? I think bacon bits. <laughs> bacon bits. There you go. But, I mean, I wonder how it would actually work out. I mean, it, it, it kind of looks like a, a bad camo job on the thing. I, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, I don't, I don't see bacon. I just see a bad camo. Yeah, it's it's like pink blobs on a red coffin. So, I mean, hey, it is what it is. <laughs> All right. Uh, next little thing we got for you here. There's actually two of the most useless uh, inventions we've ever seen. Uh, the first is a useless Lego contraption that was sent in by Norbert Davis. And basically, when you flip the switch, a little box opens up and it flips it back for you. Well, when we were looking at that, there's an even funnier one that's not built with Legos. But as you go through it... <laughs> The So you flip a switch, the thing opens up, and it flips it back. But if you do it enough times, it gets irritated and pulls the whole switch back in, which I think is just unbelievable. It's it's like, <laughs> it's it's really, 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 really funny. So you can head on over there. It's mindless fun. I would like to make one of these and just leave it in the middle of my lab. It's like password reset button. Tick. <laughs> I I often threaten people when, back when I had to uh, actually unlock everybody's account by hand and and like I would put everybody's account in by hand and yeah. so I, I was the 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 master of my own domain literally it was like you know there was an architecture domain and there was no other things uh, but now we're part of a larger group but you know, it's like I would have to create everybody's account by hand have to manage everything by hand it was a real pain in the rear end and uh, so I often said because I had a fish tank in my office I was going to put piranha in the fish tank and then put a password reset button at the bottom <laughs> it's like oh yes you want to challenge me to reset your password <laughs> ha 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 all right so i thought that was pretty interesting now we have the fun world of steve's world so i gotta set this up for you and then uh i'll give you a little uh little intro a little little attempt from the shores i can't even remember the name of the thing where, where is zelda <laughs> Hyrule? Hyrule, there it is. I'm sorry. From the mystic lands of Hyrule, with his ocarina in his hand, he's a bad, bad man. This is Steve from Steve's World. I told you it's a bad day. I know no. it is. There you That's go. pretty good, though. <laughs> and uh, what I have here this week is just, just a couple of facts. Uh, like like he said, you know, we're a little short on energy. And uh, so I'm going to... And brain power. That's right. <laughs> So uh, here's a couple of fun facts to take around with you. Uh, 12% of uh, people have black and white dreams, but before there was color television, there were 75% of people having black and white dreams. So since we had color te- television, 
the more so, color dreams we so have. So it bumped up the uh, thing. That's so right. do not adjust the uh, your your TV set. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, what we have here is at the final episode of Mash, uh, when it ended, the New York City uh, plumbing system shut down because everyone waited till the end to go to the bathroom. That, that's pretty insane. I, I would actually Snopes that one because I'm not entirely sure that that's true. But I think that's pretty awesome if it would have actually happened. Because I know that there was something going around about the Super Bowl with the same thing. Where people said it's like everybody waited until halftime to right. use the bathroom. So, But I think that one might actually be the reason that the Super Bowl story was started. So I'm hmm. not sure. But that's pretty cool. I'll have to uh, get back to you on that one. All right. If, do you have to, we have to... Uh, I'm not doubting the veracity of your claims. But, you know. <laughs> and uh, after that we have... That the toughest tongue twister in the English language is. Uh, I'm gonna, I know I'm going to get this wrong. All right, wait, 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 wait. Go. The sixth sick sheik's sixth sheep's sick. So to to, to try this one, <laughs> let me see because I was messing this one up pretty bad. Sixth sick sheep's. See, you already got. <laughs> it. Right, I already messed it up. How how long did you practice this before you got it right for the episode? <laughs> Uh, probably about a minute before. <laughs> All right. Yeah, so I'm, I'm horrible here. <laughs> sixth, sick, sheiks, sixth, sheeps, sick. There you go. See, why why does the sheik have, <laughs> have sheep? I mean, wouldn't, wouldn't you think he'd have something a little bit more ostentatious than you, sheep? You, you would think. I mean, what about camels? <laughs> They're just left out there? I mean, how many sheep are in the desert? <laughs> I, I, I doubt the veracity of that claim. That's what I do. <laughs> All right, and uh, the last one I have today is actually for... Uh, people in the older generations who watch Gilligan's Island and uh, what this is is that Gilligan from Gilligan's Island actually had a first name that was only used once and that was in the uh, never aired pilot episode and uh, his first name's Willie Willie Gilligan Willie Gilligan Willie Gilly <laughs> Willie Gilly that's good yeah, yeah you see that <laughs> that's good All right, and uh, of course his partner Skipper uh, actually uh, his, his name was Jonas Grumby but right. that was uh, only mentioned, of course, once in the first episode during the uh, newscast about the wreck. Okay, so that's pretty uh, pretty interesting. So the more you know, little ding. That's right. <laughs> All right, so thank you very much for that trip to Steve's World. Maybe <laughs> next time I won't botch the intro. I actually, I was like, all right, you know, I got, I got this new thing that I'm going to say. And I'm sitting there going, wait a minute. Hyrule. Yeah, I completely <laughs> flew the coop on that one. Isn't the crest something with wings? Because that thing just flew right out of it. All right, we're going to bring this show on home and then get you out of here. Uh, hopefully you're enjoying the nonsense that's going on today. Uh, food and caffeinated bits. The first thing that we got for you here is actually kind of an awesome thing that actually I was sent on April Fool's, but it's not an April Fool. It's not a prank or a joke. It looks like a coffee cup is actually sinking into the table. However, it's real. It's just, it's not bad. It's just drawn that way. Uh, it's $15, which is a little bit much for a coffee cup. But for that kind of uh, fun little uh, deal, I think I'd actually go for it. I think that looks pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's a great design. So it's actually, you know, it's, it, the, it looks like it's sinking into the table. I don't really know how else I can, I can put this. I mean, the actual loop where the uh, handhold on the mug is doesn't actually go all the, all the way down so it doesn't close in. It's a really kind of neat visual illusion there. 
All right, next thing we got up for you here is an absolutely really interesting thing by uh, Lumen Consulting. It is called How Coffee Changed America. It's a really kind of interesting little infographic that has a whole bunch of things that I ever never actually knew. So, for instance, the first license to sell coffee was actually granted to a woman in Boston in 1670. Dorothy Jones, we thank you. Coffee is the second most recognizable odor in America. The first of which being the smell of burning wood. Uh, it's the second most popular uh, commodity traded in the world, the first of which being oil, not burning wood. Hmm. So, you know, at least we're losing out to different people on different things. Uh, and uh, coffee and tea actually enjoyed the same amount of uh, popularity within the United States up until the Boston Tea Party, at which point it was deemed unpatriotic to actually enjoy tea. So everybody switched on over to coffee. And uh, it, the popularity spread by the uh, soldiers during the Civil War when they were actually given coffee as part of their rations, and even further in uh, World War One when it was given as part of their rations, and it was nicknamed Joe because they were the G.I. Joes. So there's a whole bunch of fun stuff that's in there, so you can head on over there and check it out, and thank you very much to Lumen Consulting for sending us that. They do some really cool and interesting little uh, uh, infographics and other stuff over there. That was quite a history lesson there. <laughs> Yeah, the more you know on that one, that, I, that's the kind of stuff I need to start researching. You know, not, no, none of this, hey, this cup's halfway through a table. It looks like it's halfway through a table. It's like, yeah, what am I talking about? All right, where am I? Uh, we're <laughs> Who are you? Yeah, well, what is this? Uh, and uh, what we have uh, next is the 8-Bit Pale L, which uh, I is found. not a tongue twister. No, it's not a tongue twister at all. I found this roaming uh, through a bunch of websites, actually. And uh, what this is is a uh, brewing company from Manhattan, Kansas, uh, Tallgrass Brewing Company. Uh, they do a lot of brewing, and unfortunately, most of what they brew stays in Kansas. I, I found that out, which is a shame because, you know what, I'd like to taste. Well, we do have a really fun beer store around here that we might have to take a trip, and I'm pretty sure they can order some things. Yeah, we might have to try that. Yeah, I think that would be cool. I think that might be the official beverage of the Caffeination Podcast is beer. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what this is is uh, it's just a pale ale that uh, with the many reviews that I uh, have uh, read has like a citrus, a citrus uh, taste to it with a hint of like orange and lemon. And okay. a lot of people put a lot of different things. But the uh, the one thing that everybody has agreed on is that it has a tropical scent to it. Tropical scent. I don't yeah. know if I'm digging tropical scents on my beer, <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I'm much more of kind of like a thick and sturdy Guinness kind of kind of deal going down. But you know, maybe a breakfast stout. But you know, tropical scent on my eight bit beer. Hey, you know what? But I think the uh, what actually is making this uh, heavy pro- product. <laughs> what's making this product uh, so uh, exciting, as you know, some people would put, it, is because. Uh, the fact of the design of the can, it's supposed to, you know, I guess, make you feel again like the 8-bit, you know, from NES. That little little retro design love on that one. That, that looks pretty cool. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, they, but, uh, they, they brought a video with it as well, uh, you know, to, I guess, promote the uh, the beer. And, of course, How are you going to promote it if the only people who are going <laughs> to buy it in Kansas? Hey, I, I don't know, but, you know, they made it. Because we're not in Kansas anymore. No we, are, no, we are not. Never been to Kansas, actually. No. If you've been there, let us know how it is. <laughs> 
where are we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much for that. That looks really awesome. We're going to we're going to take this cavination on the road and actually head down to the local uh fun beer distributor and see if we can find some 8-bit pale ale up in that piece. But uh, last little thing, kind of a teaser, we have a whole bunch of products actually coming in for review. We have some wine coming, believe mm-hmm. it or not. Yes, there's some mm-hmm. wine. Like a sir. Yes, we, <laughs> yeah, like a sir. <laughs> we actually have two different versions of wine coming. One I'm going to go buy myself, and another one's getting sent to us. Uh, there's actually a version of wine that's coming out, or that is out right now. There's a couple different ones. It's actually kind of fun. But it's dark red wine mixed with chocolate already. I mean, I've heard of the pairing of the two, but it's actually kind of neat that they, they actually come in the same bottle. So it kind of looks like chocolate Yoohoo. But uh, <laughs> so, so I'm going to give that a shot, and uh, you're more than welcome to join me with that one. And then the next one that's coming is actually an unfiltered wine. So it's kind of like what French press is to coffee, this is to wine. So it's not it's 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 a little bit uh, thicker than normal wine. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see exactly what that is. And we're getting the Cabernet Sauvignon. <laughs> That's just so cool to say. Is it Cabernet Sauvignon? (laughs) (laughs) All right. And then uh, the the last little thing that we actually have sitting right in front of us that we're going to be giving away a little bit of, too, is actually from the Torn Ranch Convection Company. It's Cafe Time, the Dark Chocolate Espresso Candy. Uh, It's, you know, fine dark chocolate infused with coffee. We're going to be writing a uh, fun uh, review up of it. This is dark chocolate, chocolate liqueur, sugar, cocoa, and butter. Has a little vanilla, a little coffee paste, and some natural flavor. So uh, we're going to do a nice little review up of that, and then we are going to uh, be giving away one of those in in an upcoming show. So probably on the next live show, if you uh, stick with us on the next Wednesday episode, that would be Wednesday the 11th then you will actually have a chance to win the coffee or the uh, coffee candy on that episode so nice there you go that's a that's a fun little reason to listen in on the 11th so all right thank you i think that about wraps it up here today i think so i think we can't do any more damage you took a bump bump <laughs> we have fun, two fun final thoughts. The first thing is the one that everybody's been sharing is the the drunk guy in the back of the police car <laughs> singing Bohemian Rhapsody, screaming it at the top of his lungs from memory, pretty much accurately all the way through. Uh, the thing is, I was listening to it and I kept expecting the cop to join in. I, I was like, you know, especially when he's screaming, "Let me go!" I was half expecting the cop to turn around. We will not let me go. I mean, how awesome that right there would have been internet gold. But I mean, the dude did all the voices and everything it was pretty rough (laughs) and then uh last but uh, most certainly not least we have a nordic tow truck disaster this is a a fun little uh (laughs) trip down a lovely winter road on the side of a mountain and when a tow truck towing a semi truck the semi truck starts to slide off the side of the mountain then the tow truck goes after it and the guy who's driving the tow truck jumps out at the absolute last second and the whole kit and caboodle rolls down the mountain And it's like nobody was injured, and the veracity of this one has actually been <laughs> confirmed. Even though it was actually posted on April 1st, this really did happen. Oh, wow. So the two voices that you hear in there are actually a Lithuanian couple who's taking the video, and then a, a Norwegian gentleman who is was driving the tow truck, that which is now... You know, 55 some meters down the mountain <laughs> I, I watched it my mouth dropped i mean that's the kind of thing it's like you, there's usually a big lead up on that kind of stuff You're like oh yeah so what the tra- tow truck fell down oh no it actually did fall down <laughs> so that was pretty impressive 
All right, I think that about wraps it up here today. Thank you ever so much for listening to this, the Caffeination Podcast number 523, Silent Running. We're like Red October up in this piece. (laughs) So, uh, all right, thank you ever so much for listening. (laughs) Stay caffeinated, people.